Hey Caitlin, this is episode four of the short score. Hey Jels. We are recording from a kitchen um, <laughs> because we are both still on a little Labor Day lull. Post yes. issue went to press. We really have a lot to do, but we're kind of in a, I just flew in where we're kind of in a lull. Um, so everybody, if you're listening and you hear my two-year-old running around in the background, I am sorry about that in advance. <laughs> but we didn't want to miss the chance to let you all know what's going on in professional team roping, amateur team roping, recreational team roping, and all of the above. Okay, Caitlin, we are in northern Colorado, and there was so much going on this weekend. You entered up? A little bit. I ended up going to a World Series roping one day this weekend. Didn't yeah. Didn't do any good. You didn't take their money? No, not mm-hmm. this weekend. No, and there was an NTR in Cheyenne, too. Mm-hmm. NTR in Cheyenne. Went up there, but didn't, didn't make it into the box. But, but yeah. you know, it was good roping. Yeah. Good watching. It was good roping. It was yeah. cool to see. I know there have been ropings held there in the past. Denny's told me stories of having ropings in Cheyenne before um, at the... At the daddy of them all. It's so, cool to step foot in that arena when you're yeah, it was cool being to see. able to ride around in there. Yeah, recreational guys kind of back, guys and girls back mm-hmm. in and get to see what those conditions are like for sure. So, yeah, that's what's been going on in northern Colorado. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you, do you have a roping hangover? Probably. Maybe a little bit. A little bit of a roping hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Must be rough. One of those. Must be rough. <laughs> Team ropers. So while you were partaking in all kinds of team roping activities, and I was having family time, extra time with my two-year-old, mm-hmm. um, their pros were all over the place this weekend, and they're kind of, by all over the place, I mean all over the place in the Northwest for the most part, um, and Riley and Brady Minor ran through them in Ellensburg pretty much. Dominated in Ellensburg. Yeah, they were so solid as they always, always are. It got a big win this year there. Uh, they were what, 15 9? 15 9. 15 on 9 on 3. They won, I think they won third in the short round and then the first two calls missed. So they hung on for the win from what I from what I read. I didn't get to listen to Steve Kenyon on Pro Rodeo Live, <laughs> but I did hear that that's how that went. Um, so congratulations to Riley and Brady. They were already pretty much clinched for the national finals, and now they've, they're pretty secure. Mm-hmm. So congrats, guys. And then elsewhere in Walla Walla, what happened in Walla Walla? Um, Garrett Rogers and Trey Yates, they were a newer team. just Yeah, temporary team. Temporary. They won Walla Walla uh, after opening two head in 10.2 seconds, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, another Walla Walla news, though. Derek Begay and Corey Petzka won second. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes, so that kind of topped off yet another big weekend for this kind of team that's steamrolling the rest of the guys in the later part of the season. I mean, all they they just keep placing everywhere. Yeah, that's what it takes. <laughs> that's what they tell me. You have to catch your steers <laughs> to win money, and then when you do that enough, you make the Wrangler National Finals. And Derek's kind of doing a Cody Ole move and just going from – Reno on, not even mm-hmm. Reno on, because he kind of missed most of the 4th of July run. He didn't yeah. go hard over the 4th, really. So, that's awesome. Congrats. It's He's 11th now, right? Yes. And what's Petska? Yeah, Begay is 11th right now, and Petska's 10th. So, so, that's awesome. They're pretty much in there. I mean... They have a little more to win. They've hit that 60,000 mark and are, have gone up above and beyond, but they're kind of... Got to keep rolling just a little bit with a few rodeos left to go in the season. Mm-hmm. One thing they won't have to worry about is rodeo count. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no think kidding. they're anywhere near that 75 mark. So 
No. Just kind of interrupt. <laughs> I did see that Sherry Servey posted a picture on her Facebook page the other day of Derek sleeping in a teepee oh. outside their massive living quarters trailer. <laughs> she said Derek told her it sleeps four, but she wasn't going to try it out, so her and Petska decided to stay in the... In the comforts of their living quarters. Well, Probably not a bad idea. Derek camped, so he did prove that you can do it, though, on the trail, <laughs> just like old times. Clay trying to drive his graves also had a huge weekend, right? They won, like, 8,300. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, they tied for second at Filer with a 4-9, and they won about 3,100. They won the second—nope, they won second in the second round in Ellensburg. For another 2400 and mm-hmm. they won Dylan Montana. Clay Tran always does so well in Montana. He's so comfortable there. Um, and he was 4-2, and they won 2700 there. So they're pretty steady. They're kind of hanging tough in there. And Clay will be on our newest cover of the Team Repping Journal, the October issue, which we haven't even seen yet. It's not going to be out for another couple weeks. So, But I've seen the cover. I haven't seen the it's whole a magazine cover. together. It is a pretty cover. Um, it's a really special cover. It's probably my favorite of the year. Um, I, I know, Clay, I know how you have all of the magazines blown up big in your tack room. I really hope this one makes it because this is maybe my favorite cover of you of all time. You probably have the record for the most covers of the Team Roping Journal slash Spindle and Rodeo. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll do some research and see who actually has the most covers. Caitlin? It's your job. Okay. I'll Caitlin. start working on that. Caitlin will report back as to who has <laughs> the most covers of all time, but I'm betting Clay Tryon. Um, I mean, I really don't want to bet against you because that sounds about right. I think it's got to be Clay trying. Clay, let us know how many are in your tack room. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll report back later. Um, in other news from Ellensburg, was there something that happened in the rookie race there? Uh, yeah, Brenton Hall and Chase Tryon, they ended up third in the average at Ellensburg. Um, Chase is on his way to the NFR, WNFR again. And Brenton, he's... For a rookie, he's up there in the standings, top 20 right now. Yeah, and so that race between Jeff Lenneken and Brenton Hall is really getting good as mm-hmm. far as the heading side of the rookie of the year. That We could very well at this point see a rookie, an actual rookie, not just an NFR rookie, at the Wrangler National Finals. And it could be Brenton, it could be Jeff, it could be both of them. So mm-hmm. we'll be watching that closely. Luckily, our friends at Resist All are partnering on our coverage. Um of the whole race and the rookie race too so we're following it more closely than ever this year Mm -hmm. so it'll be good to watch and we will get to be there at the resistor rookie banquet and luncheon um to see who gets the the saddle and the the black gold hat and all the cool stuff that they get all right from from the pros now back to the world series and the ustrc the Heartland 8 was this weekend. We haven't seen those results come in, but I know there was a ton of teams um, and looking forward to seeing who won. And then we saw the Vegas of the South Super Qualifier in Tunica. Mm-hmm. And I know the numbers were huge for John Johnson and JX2 Productions there at the U.S. Slash World Series Open. And they got a good return out in the American Cowboy 10. Tish Luke won that. And she won the all-girl there in Tunica. Mm-hmm. And she's featured in the September issue of the Team Repping Journal. Mm-hmm. So check out the September issue of the magazine. And congrats to Tish and her partners for kind of running through them there in Tunica. Oh, mm-hmm. and before we go, entry deadlines. September 21st is your earned entry deadline to the Cinch National Finals of Team Roping in Oklahoma City. September 21st is the earned entry deadline. September 28th is the direct entry deadline. 
Don't miss those. Um, and make sure you've got your key card before you get there so you're maximizing all the discounts that you'll get for the U.S. Finals. Um, that's kind of important and not to be overlooked. Oh, and the junior NFR guys, you've got to, be, you've got to have your key card mm -hmm. if you want those points to count. And I know they're taking five teams out of the so. junior NFR qualifier at the Cinch National Finals of Team Roping. So, kids, if you haven't been going to those ropings all year, um, definitely head to Oklahoma City. Make sure you get your roping, um, get your entries in for that junior NFR championship there. All right, Caitlin, for the Ariat World Series of Team Roping finale in Las Vegas, what are the deadlines that people need to know? Your deadlines are you have to have your direct entry deadline in by October 15th, and you must have your partners named for any roping you're opening. Your partners must be named and in by October 15th. So please write that date down and do not forget it. I know everybody's getting busy at the office in Albuquerque right now because people are calling in, asking questions. Get those questions in. Get your forms filled out. Get your partners figured out by October 15th so that we can get the program put together so you can have as much information as you can going into the finale. Um, and everybody in the back office can have a smooth sailing. But in the meantime, thank you all. And that's all we have for this week of the short score. Um, we are on an off week of the score itself. You'll be looking for one come this time next week. Thanks, everybody.